Hello and welcome to the Infinity Rose podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced as all things should be. My name is Jared and I'm your host. Joining me on this beautiful Saturday night is the one, the only, the magnificent enigma himself, Zane Ellis. Zane, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. And after that amazing introduction, I feel even better. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I've taken notes from Isaac and I've learned that that maybe I should practice that whole spiel before we do it, um, because otherwise it's going to be five or six tries of me trying to to say the whole spiel, and then I'll have Max edit it out, and it'll be a whole fight. So we no, just I, avoid it. We practice. Good I rehearse. Thought, I thought she, yeah, I thought she did a good job. It was very debonair and very fancy. So yeah, it was a good tone. It's good tone. Thank you, Max. Uh, when you're recording this, just just text me and say like. Yes, I'm proud of you, or no, you're never hosting again, okay? <laughs> um, you've heard his voice, but we haven't in, officially introduced him. Uh, Alan Cruz is with us today. Hey. Alan, can you tell us who you are, what you do, and uh, why you're here today? Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Alan Cruz. Uh, I work in, in ministry in general. Uh, I work for a church and things like that, but I also make, uh, I also make content online uh, having to do with uh, nerdy stuff, um, but also correlating with Christian stuff. So, so I talk a lot of nerdy stuff with Jesus in it. So, uh, so yeah, I'm here because uh, y'all y'all asked me to, and I'm really happy about it. So I, I'm glad to be here. Y'all are y'all y'all are really fun. So, thanks for having me. Awesome. Heck yeah, brother. Let's go ahead and get rolling with some of the stuff that we want to talk about this week. So. The big thing, if you've been listening to our show for a while, we've been talking about WandaVision. It didn't end the way they wanted it to. If you if you check out last episode, we gave our thoughts on that. But we didn't have Zane on to talk about his final thoughts. That's and we, true. of course, didn't have Alan on. So I would love to hear you guys. Let's start with our special guest today. Alan, what did you think about the series as a whole? Um, what did you think about the last episode? Mm. And uh, what do you think about it going forward? And actually, sorry, hold on. Before we do this, uh, <laughs> see this if you could tell, I'm a little unexperienced hosting, but You're I want to plug man. our rating system. So if you haven't joined us before, we have a very special rating system where we went from a zero to six point scale of Infinity Stones. I'm mm. going to go ahead and plug that right here. Yes. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an Infinity Step. Alan, I'm sorry I cut you off. Go ahead, man. Nice, nice. No, it's all good. Um, you know what? My final thoughts on WandaVision. I like this series as a whole. I thought it was super, super entertaining. I love Elizabeth Olsen. I think she is a fantastic actress. Uh, Paul Bettany was amazing, too. But Elizabeth Olsen just shined in this show. Um, obviously, the, the the gimmicks and the tropes of the old school TV styles. I mean, I love that kind of stuff, like especially when it's accurate and uh, and just very nostalgic. Um, I thought the ending uh, could have been better. I think the thing is, is, you know, we were misdirected so much and I have a lot of high hopes and high standards for Marvel. And so when um, especially after coming from a show like Mandalorian, where they they delivered on things they didn't even need to promise to us, they just delivered on, you know, that Luke Skywalker at the end. That was something we never even expected. But, you know, here 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 Marvel Studios is trying to give us some some cues and clues about stuff that we're we're never gonna get <laughs> and we never got so um so overall love the show i i do love the actors and i love the story and everything like that but i thought uh the ending and the way they handled those 
the little the little clues and things like that. Uh, I thought I thought it was just um, I don't know. It was a mishandled marketing ploy. <laughs> but overall, I liked it. Overall, I liked it. So out of out of six stones, zero being what we call fan fantastic uh, uh, and six being an infinity snap. What would you give this? I give it a five infinity stones out of six. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Zane, we didn't get your final thoughts. You weren't you weren't around for us last week. What did you think about the series going in, uh, and then how did you feel about it leaving the finale? Uh, well, going into it, like I was really interesting or interested to see like what we we're gonna get out of it. Like you're coming from the movies, we had the whole you know setup through Endgame, you know Infinity War and Endgame. It was gonna be interesting to see how you're gonna kick off into Phase Four, kind of with TV shows. Like it's kind of a new thing, and so. I, at first, I was like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm you know, excited to see what they got for WandaVision. And then the first episode comes out, and then the next episode. And then, yeah, you're hitting these nostalgic tropes of all these different uh, TV shows. And it did just enough where it just slowly kind of brought you along. And you're like, okay, you can get this, you know, the crescendos going. You can mm. feel it building. You're like, right. okay, this is, this is good. And then, yeah, by that time, you're three quarters of the way through, you got theories coming out of everywhere yeah. oh, you yeah. got you know jumping out of the trunk and falling through the ceiling and like you're just like is it this is it this is this mephisto everyone's mephisto right you know and <laughs> you're just just going bonkers with it and i think there's a certain um, aspect of tv shows that people love to theorize about things mm-hmm. people love to be able you know that water cooler discussion if you will mm-hmm. of hey did you catch last week's episode of this did you watch you know last week episode of mm-hmm. mandalorian or wandavision and you can talk and you can just ponder and bounce ideas off and it becomes so much more than just oh did you watch this movie right like it, it takes more of like an ass an active role in it and so i think we just kind of came along and then up to that finale everyone's like okay this is gonna get bonkers like it's slowly ramped up like let's go like i want my mind to be absolutely blown and i think that set things a little too high for a lot of people Mm, like we were expecting let's get these wild theories let's see this crazy (laughs) stuff you got it and then and then you get this finale and you're like "Uh, oh and (laughs) you look back on it you give it some time to digest you're like it's not actually that bad yeah like as far as the finale goes like it's a pretty solid way to end it to set things up but like i think people just us like we had such wild theories that we were like they should do this they should do that and you just got people you know yelling different things and then all of a sudden it's like oh everyone's wrong right yeah (laughs) now now we're all kind of sitting here twiddling our thumbs like oh maybe it's our fault Right. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. <laughs> like, were, were they just there listening and they're just waiting for like on right. Twitter whenever someone came up with an idea, they just have a big whiteboard like, nope, cross yep, that off. Someone thought of it. <laughs> exactly. So they've we've compared this on the show to like the finale of Lost and, and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And obviously, like Mandalorian was such a cultural event where every single character that they brought into the Mandalorian, they're like, all right, you get your own show now. They had so many Easter eggs. And I think that's sort of what you're talking about, Alan, where it was like, man, they really spoiled us on all these things that they were delivering. Mm-hmm. We had Luke Skywalker at the end. Um, you did it. you catch Paul Bettany in several interviews? He said, you know, you guys have no idea. There's a Luke Skywalker-esque twist. Yep. And he said something to the effect of, this is a character and an actor I've always wanted to work with. Ended up being himself as White oh Vision. Gosh. What do you think about that, Alan? I was really angry at Paul Bettany. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get that. Like, he trolled us really hard. And I took that seriously because, you know, I love the Luke Skywalker moment. It was something I did not expect. And again, they built up so much faith. And this being the first Marvel show, I was like, okay, I can trust this. I can trust his word. He's good. And for that to happen, I'm like, okay, all right, dude. Like, I get it. You're funny. But (laughs) that was not that's not what I wanted. Yeah, it hurt a little bit. Broke my heart. (laughs) Uncalled for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zane, you talked about some of the stuff that we had been theorizing and, and whatnot. Is there a line that you would have drawn in the sand and, and said, if we got this, the finale would have been better? What would that look like for you? What would take what? First of all, what is your rating of the finale? And then what would take that if it's not a six to a six in your book? Mm. Like the finale itself, like I'll, I mean, I'll put the finale after I gave it some space and just watch it like I'll give the finale a four point five. Mm, okay. Like I, It's four is too low, but I think five just out of the theories was like, OK, like I would have liked to see more. Right. Like, I want to know, like, yeah, we kind of got with, you know, the dark hold and we got like the end credit thing of, you know, oh, she has that ability of drinking tea and going through the book, like what Dr. Strange had. And you hear the, the kids yell or whatever. But I, I felt like so much of that was more self-contained in the show. I would have loved to get more setup of what is coming down the line. I feel like we were kind of shorted on that. Mm. We got the closure of everything that we had from the show itself. Mm-hmm. as its own contained story. Right. I just, I wish we would have gotten more for what's next, like more of what's, yeah, it sets the framework of what we're going to get in Doctor Strange, but I would have liked a little more to go with, you know. Mm. What were the moments that landed most for you? What are the points that you say, like, this is the point that defined WandaVision as a as a good TV series for me. Uh, we'll start with you, Alan. Overall, the relationship between Wanda and Vision, I thought was so well done. And the moment when they're on the bed, uh, just talking about grief and that killer line that, that Vision says that grief is uh, love persevering. I thought that I thought that, that that encapsulated the whole relationship. That oh, yeah. that this whole thing is uh, even even their relationship in general was about grief. Like it was in her grief that she found Vision. Um, uh, she found Vision as someone she can be compatible with, and Vision learned all his emotions basically through his relationship with Wanda. And so it's that relationship, man. Like that's what landed most for me. The the actors did it well, but the characters just serve from comic book to movies, man. I didn't think it was going to be good at all, but, but oh, yeah. they landed, they, they made it work. They made it work. So that was it for me, man. The, the romance, the love. <laughs> if you could pick and Zane, we'll get to you in a second here. Um, Alan, if you could pick, your top three side characters because we got a lot in this um mm. between the kids between uh fake pietro agnes etc what are yes. your top three like these are the coolest characters in this series for me okay 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 so um uh B- billy's the the quick the sp- is speed right is billy the fast one from the two um, twins or is it tommy I get to think it's Tommy. Tommy. I, think, I think Billy's Wiccan. Okay, so, yeah, so, Billy yeah. Wiccan. so I think it's Tommy's the. So yeah, so Tommy, I I thought Tommy was such a good child actor, and I don't really like child actors, guys. Like I kind of hate them, <laughs> but but Tommy was, but Tommy <laughs> was brilliant. He's he he had like this that charm and that same sort of like, 
that same sort of like quirkiness about him. So uh, I like Tommy a lot. Uh, I love Agnes. Uh, I think Catherine, this is Catherine Hahn's shining moment. Like I've, you know, oh, we've yeah. seen her in the background of tons of movies and tons of content. This is where I thought like, wow, I actually really love the way you act. And I, li- I, I have respect for your acting. So Agnes, uh, and then also, um, oh gosh, uh, what, <laughs> Either Jimmy Woo or Darcy, one of those two, because uh, <laughs> yeah. I can I can equally give them both uh, my my third spot because I thought they both brought a lot of levity, uh, but also continued the story further, um, just as side characters. So uh, so I guess it's not three, it's four for me, man. But yeah, <laughs> those, those guys. That's yeah. a good rank. We'll, we'll, we'll count we're, it. We're, we're right right Randall Park fans on this cool, show. Cool, cool. So. Uh, Perfect. Good list. All right, Zane, um, what are the moments for you that defined WandaVision and then uh, your list for the top three side characters on this? I think uh, which would probably be with most people is that the first like, oh, crap moment is when you finally get Agatha all along. Not Mm -hmm. only just that you get that just banger of a song that you're just like, I'm downloading this. This is going to be my ringtone. This is the coolest thing ever. And then just it goes back through and shows like what like control she had. And you're like, okay, like that to me is one of those moments of like, okay, this is kicking in high gear. Like I'm completely in, like I was in before, but now I'm like, absolutely. I'm sold. Right. I'm sold. And not only that, but like, I don't know (laughs) why none of the other, like how they did the different TV show intros. Like they were all cool. And I was like, Oh, that's neat. But it didn't resonate to me until they did the Malcolm in the Middle one, and I was like, oh, "This oh, is yeah. the coolest thing! This that is the sweet. coolest thing ever!" Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> and like, it made me just go dig through it. I'm like, "All right, I gotta find Malcolm in the Middle streaming somewhere," and I just started watching Malcolm in the Middle because I'm nice. just like, just that burst of nostalgia. I'm just like, so good, yeah. I, I, I just, I just have to. I love that. Um, and yeah, just from that point on, it was just like, let's go. Like, you're completely in. Like, that was a huge point. Uh, top three characters, like, you can't not say Agatha. Catherine right, Hahn was right. amazing this entire oh, yeah. series. Mm-hmm. And I like so much of it, too. Yeah, you always see her as this background character or that extra on TV shows, different things like that. So you're like, oh, I wonder, you know, you don't know the performance you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And I think she just set the bar way higher, even just blew away people's expectations right. of what it was. So, like, I don't know how anyone can say against that. Just like, that was wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to combine Darcy and Jimmy just because, like, uh, can we get a See? buddy cop? Can See? we get Yeah, can I we, get it. Can we get a buddy cop movie of just those two? Just Legit, the shenanigans. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, I would watch that. Since Alan did four, I'm going to do four as well, just because. Um, <laughs> nice. So just. He broke the rules. Throw, it's fine. Right, exactly. So I'm just going to continue. You got to give some credit here to Monica. And yeah. oh, Monica Rambeau like, was fantastic. Absolutely. The, just. At, like, who the actress's name escapes me, but I am uh, so Tiona excited. Paris, Tiona Paris. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. I am so excited to see what sh- they have in store for her on phase four. Like the way she was introduced, the way stuff got set up. It, it was kind of subtle that grew, but I'm like, I'm, I'm all in. I want more of this character. Give me more Monica Rambo. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see some of the behind the scenes stuff that they released this week, but like, I was surprised to see that every single one of these actors and actresses were like absolutely sold out on being in a Marvel film, especially Tiona Paris. Like she, she's like, if I get any position out of this entire series, it has to be 
Monica Rambeau. Like she was absolutely diehard adamant wow. that like that's the position that she wanted. Yeah. Um, even Paul Bettany, he's like, you know, uh, I had worked with John Favre on um, oh, what was the show that he did? Anyways, he said, yeah, he invited me to do this voice on on iron man and he's like as it progressed and you get to see his story a little bit um age of ultron cemented him as vision and and again he's like yeah i'm i'm, I'm here for this i'll keep doing it as long as yeah. uh, the, the selling point for him that he said was i'm a very shallow person and i love that they're filming this in front of a studio yeah. audience <laughs> he said like i live off that applause and i was like man i i get it though yeah um, that was a cool I part love, of that especially coming from uh tana paris like that you have a, an actor or actress that'd be like, this role here, I want this. I feel like that yeah. says so much more about who that actor or actress is of picking their role. Because when you call out your shot and be mm-hmm. like, hey, this is what I want, you know that person's yeah. going to give 100% for that. Like, they are sure. just in this – I mean, obviously, it's for a paycheck. It's Marvel and Disney. But, like, they're committed. When they're like, hey, I'm calling this. I want that character. They're going to yeah. make that character their own. And you're going to – I just feel like that's – marvel's way of like you can take these no-name people but as long as they're selling out and be like hey i want that character like you're gonna get fantastic uh, character portrayal yeah people probably didn't really remember monica rambo as the little girl in captain america unless you're or not captain captain marvel sorry <laughs> yeah. yeah unless you're a diehard you probably didn't know she was spectrum right and so the fact that all of these actors and actresses really invested in the universe beyond the cinematic universe that we have and actually dug into the comic books quite a bit was was a powerful thing. Alan, are you a big comic book guy? I assume from your TikToks that that's a yes, but Yeah, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge comic book guy, but I'm 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 definitely into comic books, yeah. So, uh, you know, when you talked about like Photon or sorry, Spectrum, see, Spectrum Photon things like go. that, like it uh uh that the MCU tells me what I should be reading, basically. Uh, you know, I just to just to research and things like that, and like that's what I started on. I started on like Amazing Spider-Man back in the back in the day, um, but uh, but now you know now whatever the MCU comes out with or whatever whatever DC movie comes out, I, I try to I try to catch up. That's actually a really good transition to um, uh, our next segment here that I totally did not prepare you for, and hey. I apologize for that. Is that yes. by design? <laughs> I'm ready. Um, I, I should have done this sooner, but uh, I, I like to spring it on you. Are you a heel or a baby face? If you can make any flavor cheese it, what would it be? Is it pronounced Grogu or Groku? If Keanu Reeves isn't in the movie, can it be star-studded? It's time for the Infinity Gauntlet, here on the Infinity Bros Podcast. So we <laughs> on the Infinity Bros Podcast have something called the Infinity Gauntlet. It is a gauntlet that... Any of our guests have to run, and it's a series of questions, and there's no real prize. You don't win anything. It's just we want to see your answers and see if you survive the gauntlet from the get-go. Oh, snap. Um, So I had a different question planned, but I actually think that this might be a better one. Uh, The first challenge in the Infinity Gauntlet for you, Alan, is uh, if you could be cast for any position in the Marvel Universe, any hero, uh, either one we've already seen as a recast or, or one we have yet to experience, would be if oh man okay 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 here we go here we go here we go i got it i got it got it and i'm not gonna like say some sort of asian character just (laughs) because i need representation but i'm just gonna go ahead and say uh uh yeah i'm gonna say uh by nature of seeing the young avengers coming up uh iron lad uh yeah so so 
I haven't I haven't seen any like indication that Ireland's about to pop up, but I love the fact that he's that he is this kid who uh, who knows he's gonna be a villain, and so he goes <laughs> so he tries to not be, <laughs> and that's why the Young <laughs> Avengers start. And and, uh, and if they were to like cast that now, I would definitely try. I would do my best to to that's awesome. You know what I mean sure. to be to be very Tony Starkish. Well, hold on though, they did say that um uh that what's his case? Yeah, that King. I mean, Kang's a very Asian name, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you what. Yeah, so if he ends up being Asian, I do have a shot. So, um, so yeah, that it'd be Iron Land because because uh, having like a suit of armor, it's not necessarily power, but like, dang, it looks so good on film. Like it looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's we, my we we currently have uh, Jonathan Majors cast as um, Kang, and I, I oh, hate Jonathan. to say you guys don't really look like yeah, you guys don't really look the same, but. Sure, we'll, we'll give you that one. Um, that's a really good one. Oh, All right, right. Uh, Zane, I'm going to turn it to you. Uh, what is your Infinity Gauntlet question for Alan today? Are you a fan of horror movies at all? Um, Not like horror movies. I mean, I guess, I guess I've seen a lot in the last two years, just because by okay. nature, I'm engaged to. She loves okay. horror movies. So. Okay, fair enough. I can work with that. Okay, all right. Okay. My, my question to you mm-hmm. is... You randomly get teleported to a horror movie universe. Which one would you least likely to be in? And which one do you think you could survive? Oh, snap. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I need to look this up. So, so the, the, uh, you know that, what's the universe with the nun? Oh, the, like the conjuring universe? Yes. So here's the thing about the conjuring. Like, I can't, I like can't watch it. It's like, it's like that. It's like that scary for me, um, especially yeah. especially the nun. Um, I, I don't know if it's because I grew up Catholic or whatever, but I like just like the the way they make the face, like the way Yo. they CG mm-hmm. the face. It's really creepy and it's really uh, it like it, it legit haunts it legit haunts my dreams. So I can't do it. Oh, I can't no. do it. Where I could survive in, I think I could survive in the um. Oh, what's the what's the one with the cabin? Is it called the cabin? The cabin in the woods. Yeah. Cabin in the woods. The cabin in the woods. Survive that? Yeah, everything oh, seems boy. like a lot of fun there. It seems like a good old time. I respect that decision. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just a yeah. Everybody seems really fun, and uh, the people there. If I were like be- with the actors, uh, isn't 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 like one of the Hemsworth brothers in that movie or yeah. no? Chris Hemsworth oh, is Chris, in that movie. Chris, yep. yeah, Thor's in. See, Thor's yep. in that movie. I'll I'll hang around. Yeah, him. See, Thor, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so true. there you go. Oh, I'm going to give you our, our our real softball of a question next. This Love one it. comes from Max. Okay. Max says, who do you think Jesus's favorite superhero would be if he was forced to choose one? Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like Max me. Max like, this guy likes superheroes and <laughs> and the Bible. So is, uh, here's a question. Oh, my is, gosh. Is Bible man an answer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Larry. I feel like I feel like Jesus would be like himself, like me. I am. Yeah. I yeah. am the super. Like <laughs> I am the superhero. Uh, no, for real though, I think he would like. He probably like Captain America or something. Like something like he'd be like, yeah, that guy seems pretty. Like I made him pretty well. I made him pretty nice. He, he called me out. Cool. Yeah, he called me out in Avengers. I'm good with that. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty good. <laughs> This one comes from Isaac. It says, who is the fictional villain that best fits your character? Ooh, the fictional villain that best fits my character. Wow, that's really good. Uh, I'm going to say Mysterio. You know why? Ooh, okay. 
because he's so theatrical, especially like in the yeah. uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> so, so I, I, I used to do theater a lot and, uh, and I just love how just like, he just, he's just a performer. Like he didn't even have any power. He's over, right. over the <laughs> yeah. top. He's like, oh, like he's, he's so, he's so <laughs> yeah. over the top. He's so, he's such a, he's such a, uh, um, a ham. So I think that best fits. Honestly, that best fits me. Le- legit. Jake Gyllenhaal was born for that role. That was fantastic. Oh, he's amazing. He was amazing. This one comes from our, our, uh, resident edgelord, Mark. It says, if you could safely, oh, he, this is a nice question from Mark, so he, he must really like you. He said, if you could safely explore one planet or moon in our solar system, which one would you go to and why? Wow. If I could safely, weird, it's a weird question, Mark. Wow. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, one planet or one planet or moon from our solar system, right? Yeah. Okay. Safely. You can go there and, and just check it out if you want. Okay, sweet. Probably one of the moons from Jupiter. Just because it's like, I don't know, it's Jupiter. It's huge. <laughs> I don't know too much about astrology. No, you're good. <laughs> no worries. That's funny. All right. Um, last but not least, Robbie uh, hit you with this one. He said, right, you have to fight a bear to the death. Um, I assume with your with just your hands. He didn't list ah. any weapons here. Okay. He said, what is your strategy for defeating this bear? <laughs> Jeez, Robbie. <laughs> okay, I need more information. So, if I were just like in the woods with the bear, and like there's plenty of open space, I'd obviously run, and yeah. I wouldn't fight. But but if I was like enclosed in like a cage or something, I would probably um, I'd probably like try to do like the the Natasha Romanoff and try to lull him to sleep. <laughs> Um, sounds getting uh, real low big guy yeah sounds yeah. getting real low and he'd be like well i'm gonna eat you so but uh that's probably the best thing i could think of because i don't think i could beat a bear man that last answer uh is probably the single best infinity gauntlet answer we've gotten so uh yeah props to you alan <laughs> that was really good Thanks. i'm just gonna I'm just gonna put him to sleep this way uh it sounds getting real low big guy all right shifting back into uh more of our marvel talk so oh. We are in this awkward transition period, right? Uh, WandaVision was this huge cultural event. My my parents, my brothers and sisters, my cousins, my neighbors, every single person I crossed asked me about this thing, right? Everybody was involved in WandaVision. Everybody got on Disney Plus for this. Yeah. We're in this point now where we're stuck with the, the memory of a maybe not so stellar finale to WandaVision and looking forward to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and some of these other ones works down the pipeline we'll start with zane this time zane what are you most looking forward to uh coming out of we'll say specifically falcon and winter soldier i'm just looking forward to like what the setup's gonna be like i i really like this whole idea now of using tv shows to introduce you know the phases and leading Mm. into movies and like i think there's a lot to explore there there's so much more you can flesh out because it's like people aren't gonna want to you know necessarily sit and watch a six hour movie but they'll watch you know you know uh, 10 episodes or whatever how many episodes i'm not thinking how many six hours equals in episodes but (laughs) they'll sit and watch that in episodes because it's easier to digest you kind of get your resolution after half hour 45 minutes whatever and it's just a different means of storytelling that we haven't gotten from marvel yet and so i'm excited to see how they do that and just 
it, it's going to be a bit of a change of pace with just Falcon and Winter Soldier because you got, you know, WandaVision was very much the the mystical. You got magic. You got, oh, my goodness, what's going on this? And now I think you shifting into um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, like you're going to get way more, I feel like, just kind of like this action. just And not just, well, not just action, but like you're focusing more on how the whole mantle of Captain America is kind of getting passed on and right. kind of this, their story of everything that came back from after the mm. snap. Like I know how with WandaVision, mm-hmm. the kind of the, the main theme, that story ended up being like grief and how you process through that. I, I'm excited to see if Falcon winter soldier has another theme that comes out it, it, that kind of can tie through everything That'd be interesting to me to see if each of these shows kind of has that central theme that they tie around to just kind of introduce stuff, you know, into the movies and moving forward. It is sort of a weird transition from like this, this smorgasbord of different genres that we got with one division where every week it was something new and exciting, obviously, as we went through the decades to like what is essentially just like a buddy cop TV show uh, with two awesome superheroes. Mm. Um Alan, I'm going to pitch this to you. So um doesn't have to be Falcon and Winter Soldier if that's not your answer. But mm. what coming down the pipeline are you most excited for? Is it is it the the show coming next week or, or mm. a couple weeks from now or one of the big movies coming down the pipeline? What's your like? I'm waiting for this thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I am going to say Captain. Uh, I am going to say Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, because. Uh, I do love the character a lot. Uh, I love Captain America. It's like literally one of my favorite. Uh, he's he's one of my favorite heroes right now. Uh, I even have like a I even have like my Funko Pop of him right <laughs> yeah, there. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> the, it's the it's the it's the Thor's hammer. It's the Mjolnir one. Um, Ooh, but yeah, I, yeah, it's so cool. So I and I also I also read all of those comic books where he did pass it down to Bucky and he did pass it down to to Sam. And so I want to know how and Kevin Feige is really good at. He's not. He doesn't copy the storyline. He mimics it and he puts his own twist. So I really want to know how he puts it all together. And plus, I really want to find out like how Sam's gonna throw that disc because he doesn't have any. He's not a. He's not a super soldier. So like I don't. I don't get how he's gonna be able to do it in the same. <laughs> the same velocity. Right. The same strength. Right. That's just technical stuff. But you know. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I'm really interested. And I I love the way Sebastian Stan and um. And Anthony Mackie interact. So I just really yeah. want to watch them like talk and, you know, just hang out and have fun. So, yeah, I am really excited for for that show in particular. Absolutely. There is a ton of like natural charisma between those two where if Legit- you watch interviews or even in the most recent spot that they had um, where they were making the jokes about Gandalf and, and how uh, <laughs> uh, sorcerers are just wizards without hats. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be a good one to watch. Uh, if nothing else, just for those two personalities. Mm-hmm. Can I interject yeah. something um, on that quick? Please. Absolutely. Oh, I, I was just going to say um, like, obviously Falcon winter soldier, that's going to be a huge point. I think what, as I think about it and more excited about, I'm excited we're getting Baron Zemo back. Mm, I feel yeah. like that's yeah. a villain that can be so deeply explored that got entirely right. overshadowed by everything with Thanos and everything else. Yeah. And like, I know I've heard some of those theories of like Zemo, like pulling the purple mask on to kind of mm-hmm. represent like, Hey, this is Thanos is your failure. Now I'm like, I'm excited. Ooh. There's a, there's a lot that that's you can do really here. Cool. I like it. Like, and so I'm excited. Like, I like I think, that. Zemo would be I think there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with that yeah and it's just you know it's interesting it's crazy what happens when Marvel doesn't kill your villains that's right I was just about to say there are a few (laughs) villains out there that I'm like oh man I wish they would 
you know, like Ultron, for example. That's that's one of the things out of WandaVision that I was like, ooh, that would be sick if that would be so sweet if you know Ultron showed up. But a uh, you know, it, like you said, like you said, the wasted potential. Is right. What I think. Yeah. yeah. The ending with Hayward was so incredibly disappointing, and his whole mm-hmm. character across this because it, you know I said it on the last show. Marvel is really good at giving us compelling villains, right? Ultron was this this hollow mimicry, this mockery of who Tony Stark was. He was this embodiment of his paranoia. Even Thanos in his own insane way was at least somebody that you could kind of try to get into the mind of. Mm. Whereas like the the horrible payoff with Hayward was he was just a jerk to be a jerk, right? There was no compassion or understanding <laughs> behind why he did evil things. Yeah. It was just him, whoever he was. What is your favorite and least favorite villains in the MCU so far, Alan? Oh, yeah. That's a great question. Uh, my favorite villain, it, it, I, I just said it, is actually Ultron. And uh, and I yeah. think that James uh, – his name is James Hader, right? Spader. Spader, Spader. I, I think James Spader was um, uh, underutilized. Uh, and what I mean by that is, is that he, he wasn't given uh, a script that, that, that calibrated his power – um, I feel like if he had gotten a better script, uh, he would be. I mean, I think I think his performance in general would like keep Ultron alive. And I really think that they can. I think they can keep Ultron alive. I think there's a possibility. But like, man, did I love that character? And I know a lot of people didn't. I know a lot of people didn't like the way Ultron was portrayed. But but to me, that was real. I thought if anything, that was the realest Ultron we probably could have gotten. Who's someone who's sarcastic and who has who has, you know, the personalities of both of both Bruce and uh, and Tony. And it just kind of made sense to me. So Ultron, I definitely want Ultron back if if there ever was uh, a villain I didn't like. Uh, what's his name? Laffy? Lofi? Some, Lofi? In Thor to Dark Oh, Lord. yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the elf? Uh, um, Mal- oh, what is his Ma- name? Malekith. Malekith? Malekith. Malekith, yeah. 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 <laughs> Malekith, yeah. You know what? Mal- I didn't even like Malekith in the comic books either. So <laughs> I was just kind of like, ah, oh, man, I don't why this guy. <laughs> He was just kind of there, you know what I mean? Like he didn't, like yeah. you said, he didn't have an ulterior motive. He he kind of reminds me of um um the villain from Justice League, uh, just destroying stuff just to destroy stuff. Yeah. And so Same no doubt. favorite movie, Justice League. Yeah. Hey, yep, you got it. <laughs> so Alan, there's a there's a bit of a running joke on this. So Zane, Mark, and Robbie are resident DC fanboys. And um, obviously they're lamenting quite a bit right now because things are not great for DC. Um, And the other side of this joke is uh, we did, before this, we did a show called The Off-Topic Gamers. And on one of those episodes, we were ranking our favorite uh, CGI in the MCU or whatever. And I, I made the mistake in front of all these guys to say like, you know what? The CGI in Thor The Dark World was really good. Uh, And now I have forever become the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thor, 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 the apologist. Um, oh man! And it's the, the cross I must bear, I guess. I listen. Zane, I who is it. your uh, who's your favorite and least favorite Marvel villain? Oh man, that's like I, Thanos is way too much of a gimme. Like I can't go with that. Like I understand like how the story ended, um, the self-contained in the movie, but for whatever reason, like I really liked Ego from Guardians Ooh. of the Galaxy two. Like just that I whole idea. Right, it just it, there was just something about that, just the whole like well, obviously it, it was that character you came to hate. You're like, wow, this is terrible. But I think it, it fit or fit 
with the movie. It fit with mm. Star-Lord's character. Like, I think that's how it fit. So I guess that's kind of more of my sleeper that it fitting good with the story. Mm. Um, he was like a Joffrey where you, where once you found out the twist with, with his mom, um, spoilers, I guess for, for that. Yeah. Movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. But once you figured out the twist, it was like, he was horrific. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, to the yeah. point yep. where you loved to hate him. Good pick. Oh, for yeah, sure. That, and then uh, least favorite. I don't. Um, I don't. I can't necessarily put it just on least favorite. Like the ones that um, I don't hate it. I, I from the aspect of I wish they would have done more from first guardians i wish they would have done with ronin like that was the first mm. one of like why'd you kill this guy right. um and then the other one i don't again don't really hate it i just miss kind of the purpose or the impact of uh what is it uh Kalis or Callus from dr strange yeah. oh yeah i was just Calci- like calcilius calcilius it's just like i i, I get it you're kind of like dormammu's thing but yeah. like it, you're just seem very underwhelming especially when you get an actor like mad mickelson you're just mm. like oh yeah this could be something huge and you're right. just like oh you're just kind of a, a guy like right okay. that's so, a really good call like ronan is a good one is such a good character and criminally underused they just killed him off and that was it uh, good good pick zane really yeah. good pick yeah those are good so let's go ahead and and change track a little bit here um if you've been around with the infinity bros for a while you know that uh we are all christian here on the podcast we actually all met at a christian college up in minnesota oh nice um we we mention our faith on the podcast but we don't we haven't really taken a deep dive in the way that we're going to uh tonight just talk about the ministry that alan's doing and go forward with that so Mm. um just a heads up that's what we're going to talk about uh we appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to this whether you are christian or not i think alan's content is really awesome um and and i you should definitely check him out for sure thanks man um Alan, please, I would love to hear how you got started uh, with the ministry that you're currently in and and why TikTok of all things. Oh, that's funny. Um, Yeah, man, uh, I I started this ministry only uh, because I didn't see I I didn't see any anybody out here on the Internet really merging the two worlds together from the ministry that I, that I work for, the, the, the church that I work for. We're all about outward focus and we're all Mm -hmm. about um, trying to be missionaries. And I remember this one uh, meeting that we had, um, uh, they were just saying, like, what is your salt? What is your light? Like, what is the what is the flavor that you bring to to the, you know, the mission and, to, um, uh, you know, to, to Jesus's uh, to the Great Commission? Like, what is your salt? Like, what do you bring? And I was like, you know, I, I do a lot of things and I've learned a lot of things in my life. Uh, but like being nerdy is one of the things that like I ch- sort of kept under the bag for like a long time. Oh, not because like I didn't think it was cool or whatever, but just because like just because, you know, I like there's so many other things that I could be doing. You know, like, um, you know, I toured the world in mu- with music and things like that. I right. uh, I did a lot of theater. Like I told you guys, I did theater and, you know, a lot of like performance based things. And nerd nerd culture was just one of those things that I just like sort of um, uh, was just like, yeah, I, I love nerdy stuff. I love anime. I love uh, comic books, movies, whatever. Um, My guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, and then um, then, yeah, so it, that convicted me uh, that meeting. And I just sort of sort of like was just very um, like, what do I how do I further God's kingdom? How do I do it? Mm-hmm. Like, God, how do you want me to do it? You know, I'm a worship leader, but that doesn't like, you know, I'm just I'm just 
doing music and it, I, I don't think I'm like affecting anyone's hearts as much as I could be. Um, and, uh, and I was just like, uh, I was exploring TikTok because my fiance is an avid TikToker. She like, she literally sits in bed, just like scrolling through one by one, just keep it. Dude, she just goes, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I got to check this out. And so I explored TikTok and I do social media for my church. And so it was my fault for not even exploring it to begin with because, <laughs> because of my age, I'm over here being like, no, TikTok's for it's for those kids, yeah, <laughs> the youngins. And so, uh, but once I once I got into it, I was like, oh yeah, this is dope. Like, um, and then I started seeing, um, you know, pastors, and I started seeing preachers on there, uh, people teaching, you know, doing those little one minute teachings. But then uh, again, it occurred to me that I I still don't see anybody talking about the faith uh, alongside nerdy stuff. But I see that stuff all the time when I watch movies and I watch, right. uh, like I watch you know, Marvel stuff, you know, specifically for you guys, like uh, I, I see that stuff all the time. And so, uh, and so there's the one TikTok that I made that made it the huge impact was the one for Avengers Endgame. And I used, and I was looking specifically at this thing at the, at my Funko pop. And I was like, Ooh, isn't that really cool that like, you know, that, that his shield is broken and that, uh, and that he receives like this great power, like this great godly power, like, mid fight and it just sort of, just sort of like you know the gospel just sort of showed itself and right. uh and i made i made that correlation and it and it landed with a, a lot of people and so uh and so i was like oh i i could do that i think there are a lot of nerdy n- nerdy people out there who may feel like they don't know christianity or they don't know christ or they can't know christ because they're just unaware or they just have no idea like um, you know, they just don't know. And so, uh, I'm like, yeah, that could be, this could be a way, this could be a language. This could be, um, how I could further God's kingdom, um, by reaching out to those nerdy people who, who may need Jesus and they don't even, they don't even know it. So, um, so yeah, I use TikTok as my vehicle, but now I'm doing YouTube videos and, uh, and I made a Facebook group, um, for nerdy Christians specifically, so we could talk nerdy and talk Jesus. Uh, then That's my awesome. friend and I, yeah. Then my friend and I uh, also have a podcast called Pal Pals, uh, Pictures of Power, or sorry, Pictures of Wisdom. There you go. Uh, yeah, and that uh, that talk about uh, talk about Jesus and and all things nerdy stuff. So uh, I'm really diving in to it. So uh, hopefully hopefully it affects people. Hopefully we, I I could save a few lost sheep and um, bring them to Christ. So there is That's a it. sort of yeah, there's a, there's a cultural impact here where you know. I, and Zane can probably speak to this as well, but a lot of churches kind of vilify the sort of nerd culture that mm. that we enjoy, you know, especially historically. Um, a lot of this stuff, and, and I'm not to like name names or anything, but, you know, I've been to churches where at a certain point they hand you a pamphlet and they say, you know, if you've ever read a comic book, repent of this. If you've ever <laughs> like played a card oh, wow. game, you know, yeah, like some pretty wow. wild stuff out there. And so it's crazy. You're, you're creating an environment where people are free to be themselves and still be impacted by the gospels. You know, they have a seat at the table. They can talk about and enjoy the things that they enjoy and still be welcomed into the kingdom of God. It's that, that redeemable aspect of nature that, that every single culture has something that points to, to Christ. And yeah. I think you've really hit the nail on the head with Thanks, uh, creating this community that allows that conversation to happen. Zane, anything to add to that? Yeah, no, I just, yeah, I got to give props on that because that was, you know, that was something like I can look back on my life and like as a teenager, like I wish I had that. 
because mm. as a teenager, like that's when I started realizing, like, hey, yeah, I'm I'm a nerd. Like I like these nerdy things. I really like reading comic books and mm-hmm. you know like all these different things. And yeah, it was kind of the same thing of the church and like when I was younger, you know, my parents were still fairly new Christians, and everything mm-hmm. and. And it became a very strict, like, you know, no Pokemon, no this, no that, right. you know, all this ner- nerdy stuff that was, and like, it, it, as I got older, it's a conversation that I've had with my mom mm-hmm. and she was like, like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have, you know, as mm-hmm. sheltered it as much, but um, like, we were just trying to do what we thought was best for you at that time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can understand that. Like, you're just mm-hmm. wanting me, you know, to, to, you know, train up a child and the way they should go and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that, like, they're you're trying to do your best. Yeah. And then because I got older, like I just talking to my mom about it. I'm just like, well, I wish the dialogue could have been of, because neither, neither my parents are into nerdy stuff. Mm. My mom hates, I always tell this story. My mom hates anything fiction. She and her and her girlfriend went to watch the original star Wars when it came out in theaters. Mm-hmm. And my mom, wow. I, my mom walked out because she thought <gasps> it was stupid. No. Yeah, so. Wow. <laughs> So that's she needs she needs the, rebaptism. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That that My was goodness. The, the family I'm working with here. Wow, but, wow, um, wow. <laughs> needs to be cleansed but, of her sins. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was what I like tired of like what like I understand you don't like this stuff. I feel like you missed an opportunity to have a dialogue with me of, you know, hey, you know, yeah, I see Harry Potter. And yeah, you're getting into you know magic and stuff like that, but let's let's have a, a constructive conversation mm-hmm. about this. Let's see how you know yeah it can be used for bad or it can be used for good. Let's see how you can have ties into your faith with this. And I feel like it co- got completely shut off. Like no, we're not even gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very cool that you're doing this. You're showing that no, you, there's all these threads in nerd culture, and there's all these different things of these comparisons that. Yeah, like Jerry said, that it's such a taboo thing of like, no, you can't do this, you can't yeah. like this, you can't. And I think it's it's a refreshing to say like, no, this stuff is cool. There's nothing wrong with liking it, yeah. but and then finding ways to tie that in because yeah, it it just opens up a whole nother, you know, league or a whole new audience that would be far more receptive of things yeah. because you have something that you can relate to them to. That's right. Like yeah. Yeah. Well, the the one thing that I always saw was, uh, and I said this earlier, is, is Jesus is is literally the superhero. And so mm-hmm. when I think about all those movies with 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 heroic feats and heroic acts, and and there's one prophesied, you know, hero, I'm like, how is this not Jesus? Like, how right. <laughs> how how is this not God putting himself into the secular media and and saying, listen, I'm sneaky about this, but I'm here. Like, even with magic, even with sort of, you know, th- those sort of things, um, because it's not because we can look at it one or two ways. We can look at it as uh, we can look at it as, oh, we can't we can't be we can't watch that. That's a, that's, uh, you know, that's witchcraft. That's that's against the Bible, whatever, or we could look at it as there is, there is gospel here and I need to be thinking about Jesus in my everyday anyway. And so let me, let me get, let me learn a lesson from this. Like, let me learn, if anything, even if you don't follow Jesus, like you should look at all stories and think there has been good stories have thought in them and good stories have moral, uh, you know, moral lessons. And so think of it that way. And you for sure will see gospel in it. Um, there, there is, there is so much in the media right now, like uh, especially with like nerd stuff, 
where Jesus has just culturally uh, is is embedded and imbued, and for us to miss that is is a, is uh, is tragic. I mean, we should we should be looking and seeing Jesus all over the place, and uh, and I just happen to just develop that uh, as a skill only just because. Um, you know my new walk with G- my new walk with Christianity, and uh, and it just it just tied it all in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, like the the whole story with the chosen one for Luke, the Matrix, uh, <laughs> you know Harry Potter, like it's so it's so gospel, it's so Bible, and uh, um, so yeah, yeah, man. I uh, no, I, I appreciate you guys saying that. It's uh, it, it's one of those things where like I think I'm trying to, I'm think I'm finally finding my voice in the kingdom, and. Um, and hopefully, hopefully it sticks. Hopefully a lot more, a lot more nerdy Christians step out and are like, you know, the most tragic thing that I, that I hear from my TikTok comments is that is like, oh man, like finally, like finally someone who is talking about G, you know, Christ and this or whatever. And I'm just like, huh, it's like y'all don't have any friends who like, who you can yeah. confide. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, yeah. and, and that's, that's. That sucks. Like I, I, I want, I want there to be more ways for us to talk about, like you know, talk about the Infinity Gauntlet and that being <laughs> a, you know, but then also like God's power of how God, you know, God, God has an Infinity Gauntlet and He is the, you know what I mean? Like that's right. Like, yeah. There should be, there should be a space for that. So, um, so yeah, man. I mean, TikTok's just uh, TikTok's one vehicle, and uh, and I'm glad it, I'm glad it's there because. It's uh I don't know it helped me help me shape it help me shape nerdy Christians so yeah that is a cool one and then like the comparison that I I like to make to people is the sort of Paul meeting in the marketplace you know mm. and he 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 had learned the the poets enough to where he quoted their poets back to them that's right, right? It, it wasn't a it wasn't a labor it wasn't something that he had to struggle to do he just enjoyed the process of mm-hmm. being there among people learning the things that they enjoyed and having conversation real conversation with real people and and so having having conversations about this sort of thing where it's like yeah this is these are cultural events like i said Mm -hmm. with wandavision right like my neighbor down the street knows wandavision they've never seen an mcu movie yeah um and the fact that this is coming more and more to the forefront there also needs to have that conversation of hey this is another culture that that can be impacted by the gospel this is another place to have these sort of conversations um and it speaks a lot to what you're working with there well, thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, and again, that goes to show that like your interests are a great way to start your own missional calling. Um, the one thing that we the, at our church was we continue to talk about, like, who are your who are who's in your community and how can you be Jesus to them? Um, right. You know, it could be a, it could be a dad who's in a group with uh, with with other dads, like, in a, you know, for a high school football game or something or whatever. Like, how can you be Jesus to those people? Like, how can you be Jesus to um, the 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 people you meet with uh, to play D and D, like how could you be Jesus to them? Like the, like, it, you know, Jesus says you have to be like a snake and uh, you know, weave in and out. And, and, um, and that's sort of like, that's sort of it. Like you just, you just be a good person. You follow the Beatitudes, just like you, you be meek, you be humble and, mm-hmm. and you try to, you, you, you show them what Christ's love and grace is like. And eventually if your light is, if your light is shining bright enough, they'll ask about it. They'll wonder like, man, why is, man, why is Zane so awesome? Like, yeah. why is he, so, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like they, and that's, that's one thing that I think we all need to learn as Christians is that like, 
anything anything that we love and anything that God has put in us, we can use to further the gospel. We could use to further the kingdom, and um, and that's a hard lesson to learn because sometimes, like like I said earlier, like we get shy about it. Like I got, mm-hmm. I was really shy about my love for Dungeons and Dragons because I thought because I like Dungeons and Dragons that I was super weird. And that, uh, and that I was, uh, that I was doing witchcraft stuff. Like I was, you know, but, but I'm over here being like, uh, I usually play like either a paladin or like, or a barb, uh, a bard who like sings songs. And, and, uh, and that really speaks to me because I'm a worship leader who likes God. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like, oh, I wonder why he plays a a paladin. Oh, it's because he loves God. Like it, as long as we're pointing God, uh, pointing, you know, whatever our, our interest is to towards God, it's. I mean, it, it's a great, it's a great way to be on mission for Jesus, man. Like, like our interests, uh, and and I, I get so encouraged when my my pastor said, you know, talks about that sort of thing of like, of like, listen, anything could be used. We could use yeah, anything. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I so love that me, you guys went to college. Like, I, I love that you guys went to Christian college. That's really cool. That's yeah. that's really yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what just helped us too, uh, like you're saying of having those people that are like wait you are nerdy too and you like this stuff too like we kind of had that with each other as well like wait you guys are into this stuff too and it helped bring us together and like yeah like we have the conversations on stuff every day and just a lot of these like what does this mean how does how is this applicable like what and it just it's definitely grown our relationship with each other a lot yeah. And it's something I, like I'm incredibly thankful for. And I'm pretty sure, you know, every single one of us would say the same thing. And it's just you. Yeah. You find yeah. those people that are like you guys like this, too. We're kind of of the same faith of the same not of the same mind because we all, you know, have our own opinions on things and different, you know, flavors mm-hmm. and experiences. But knowing that you can talk and discuss these things out of a place of love mm-hmm. and understanding, even if you don't agree yeah mm-hmm. and, and just get different viewpoints on things and you know the, it said you know iron sharpens iron well yeah you, you got to be able to do that with each other that's right and that's just that's really helped us as a friend group in general and yeah. then it's just spiraled into hey let's you guys want to start a podcast and, a podcast. Like, <laughs> obviously um can i show you uh, there's a there's a channel on um on tiktok and i don't know his name i, I forget but he literally gets on fortnite um uh like fortnite i don't know i don't know how you do fortnite but like you just get sure. on you get on you play right you just whatever but he like preaches to kids <laughs> he'll he'll like he'll be like he'll be like shooting at him and is like hey do you um do you know who jesus is <laughs> and, like it's the funniest thing and like it, i i'm sure it's meant to be comedic but like but like i think it's really great like he's making sure. jesus you know uh, he's making kids aware of jesus by by way of Fortnite, so I just love that. I, whoever whoever you are, if you're listening or whatever, I, I appreciate your mission. <laughs> Pretty wild. Um, yeah. So Zayna, uh, I have good news and I have bad news for you. Which one oh do you boy. want first? Uh oh. Um, can you spin the bad news to sound like good news? <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then yeah. I get um, two good newses. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the good news is Alan is now joining the podcast as our sixth member. Uh, the other good news is you have a new ringtone. <laughs> Which is Alan saying, why is Zane so awesome? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Alan, uh, you didn't know this. Zane, you didn't know this, but this was actually Alan's tryout uh, for the sixth position on the Infinity oh, Bros. Oh, oh, uh, wow. Unfortunately, that does mean that we need to cut somebody. So, uh, no, um, <laughs> we'll go ahead and get into 
our Infinity Bros top five. So we'll go ahead and plug Ooh. that bumper right here. The we're going in three. Infinity Bros. Two. Top five. One. List starts now. The top five for this episode is the top five fictional universes you would like to not necessarily live in, but vacation in. Um, Zane, would you like to give us your number five? Uh, yeah, my uh, number five here. And I already know, Jarrett, you're going to love this one. Please. My number five is Mata Nui from Bionicle. It. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you would be like the only like living, breathing carbon-based life form. But yeah, I know, for... that'd be that'd be awesome. <laughs> That's like, funny. It's just a whole island to just hang out there. Like, oh, that's sweet. All right, fair enough. Good one. Uh, Alan, what is your number five? My number five is Camp Half-Blood from Percy Jackson. Oh, wow. Because got nice. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Percy Jackson has this awesome lakeside, like, hut. Right. And it's, like, gorgeous. Like, the way they filmed it, like, he's got, like, he's, he, like, can fish. He's got water. It's beautiful. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah man. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, my top five, uh, my number five is the Pokemon universe, um, specifically Alola because it's, you know, based off of Hawaii. I wouldn't want to live there just because the longer you think about it, the implications get a little wild, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's my number five. Nice. Uh, Zane, what is your number four? It's really ironic to say you wouldn't want to live there because that's exactly what, you know, Team Rocket would say. So like, I'm I'm on to you. I'm on to you. No, but uh, channeling that same vein, my number four is I'd love to go on vacation in Kanto. Again, mm, it's the original nice. Pokemon universe. Just, you know, oh, don't want to live there. Yes. But, you know, yeah, I'll run around, you know. Hey, there's – see a couple Pidgeys and a Pikachu and, you know, maybe a Lapras and a head <laughs> home, non, you know. Yeah, the non-dangerous Pokemon, right, right. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Alan, what is your number four? Um, I would love to visit the Air Kingdom in Avatar: The Last Airbender, but yeah, but, but pre but pre destruction, right? right? Like when it was in its the height of its when all the monks were still there, and like it's just beautiful, and they can hang glide, you can glide, and yeah, Roger I think I think Buffalo. it'd be really yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's a good cut. Um, for me, it would be the Shire. Um, not Ooh. necessarily all of the world of Lord of the Rings, but just go chill in the Shire for a week. Uh, right. I feel like that would be a solid vacation. Yeah, Zane, you're number three. All right, my number three, I guess I could pinpoint this more, but all-encompassing is Earth, a.k.a. Dragon World from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> just just getting to go there, just hanging out, you know, and especially, like, it, the specific locations, if I could, obviously would be um, like Corrin's hideout because we're okay. just way up in the sky. Yep. But also Kame House, like Ooh. you're just a house in the middle of an island. You just get right. to chill, you know. I love that. And it's just it just be like the I'm perfect too. vacation. Just kick up, get that's some sand between your toes, you know. Yeah, that's good. Heck yeah, but that's a good one. Uh, Alan, what is yours? Um, so I'm strictly vacationing here. I'm not gonna live here. It's Pandora <laughs> right. from the other Avatar. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and one. like, and I would be, I would literally like, I'd go with like, you know, uh, I'd go with guards if I'm gonna explore. I'm gonna go with like, you know, 
guards with me who have mechs and stuff so i could just like enjoy but if something attacks me they can take care of it yeah. um but pandora but pandora is beautiful that's awesome yeah my uh my next one on the list is hold on my my phone is being crazy right now oh cowboy bebop uh the, the, the greater universe of cowboy bebop simply because Whoa. the the ships that they fly around in look like an absolute like adrenaline junkie thrill and yeah. so yeah i would love to go zip around in one of those not necessarily live there because yeah seems exactly maybe not the greatest but, <laughs> right uh zane you're number two all right my number two like vacation is it because that was kind of the whole point of like this universe um not looking into the deeper implications of stuff but it'd be very cool to go and spend some time in Westworld. oh okay interesting it's just yeah not i mean i don't think about it too hard but it would be great right exactly like i'm not you know thinking too hard you know thinking about like ais and robots you know taking over the world and stuff right but it's a cool concept you know you go and a fully like it's like a real life video game and never change and yeah yeah i'm just gonna leave it at that (laughs) okay number two um so i was thinking about like uh i was thinking about all the like the schools like like fantasy schools i'd love to like take a week you know visit uh and i was thinking of i was thinking of you know harry potter but then i was like oh no 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 have you all ever played final fantasy 8 heck yeah dude balam garden yeah like absolutely like i thought about the music and how like beautiful it was and I was like, oh yeah, this is that's kind of a dope school. Like they've got like <laughs> vibe, you know, and chill. Yeah, yeah, chill vibe, you know. So yeah, Blom Garden from Final Fantasy VIII. Absolutely. Um, my number two is the world of One Piece. Uh, just being able to chill out on a giant ocean all the time. Uh, maybe swipe me a a uh, gum gum fruit so I can be a stretchy boy for a while. Uh, again, probably too dangerous and too many sea creatures for my liking. But uh, maybe a week there would be a pretty choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zane, coming in at number one. Uh, number one, like you mentioned it. I like I put it more of a overview because of the two locations in particular i gotta go middle earth and mm-hmm. from middle earth especially the shire and you can't, can't have a list without saying rivendale like who wouldn't oh want to go gosh. check out rivendale absolutely like just chill with some elves like you know you're gonna eat just some of the greatest food you've ever yes. tasted in your life it's just so grand and yeah, extra yeah. because they're elves and that's how they yeah. live and you're like dang yeah. this is awesome See, i think but <laughs> I think you've been hanging out with Max too long that your ideal vacation is just like a bunch of hoity-toity one percenters. <laughs> like you must be friends with Max. That's, that's true. That is a very yeah. rich. That's like that's like trying to rent a, a yacht. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, sure. I I have to get those for vacation because I'm not rich. Like what else right. am I going to experience <laughs> the, this? The Shire is go, more of a party for sure, though. Right, the Shire exactly. Is more like, of a party, yeah. I, I could go out in the woods anytime I want to and have a great time, but you know, that's not going to Rivendell here. <laughs> it's, no, it's no Rivendell, folks. It's no Rivendell. Uh, all right. Alan, what is your number one place to vacation? So this is just an assumption that this place would also have Broadway musicals and uh and really good street food, uh Coruscant uh Ooh, from Star okay. Wars. Cause like, it yeah. just it just has that city New York vibe, and I'm like I'm like dude, I bet you anything they would have the killer the most killer Broadway shows and like just like <laughs> awesome concerts, like street food trucks and things like that. And uh, I've always loved like chilling in a big city, so Coruscant 
for Star Wars. That's my that's my number one. You would go like see that, that uh, the blue lady that they CGI'd into uh, the cantina and oh yeah, yeah. wild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my number one is the plane of Zendikar from Magic the Gathering. Uh, it's it's kind of Pandora-esque uh, from Avatar because it's got the floating mountains, but it's also a rich, vibrant jungle and all this other stuff. And so uh, kind of just getting lost in the woods for a week would be fantastic. Um, we're going to go ahead and go to our final segment before we wrap up. I'm doing this wildly out of order. One, because yeah, I'm I was crazy say. unorganized. And two, <laughs> I am not Max. <laughs> uh, but we have a segment on here called Hot and Snot. So we'll go ahead and plug that bumper right here. Hot or Snot. <laughs> All right. Let's start with our very special guest, Alan. What is your Hot and Snot for this week? Okay. So my Hot. Oh, what do you do first? Snot or Hot? Either. It doesn't matter. Say- just Any say what it is. Yep. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with snot first because I like going from low to high. Uh, there we go. <laughs> so, so snot is I rewatched <laughs> to get ready for Zack Snyder's cut. I watched oh, Justice League again. And uh, so I just, sorry. I just, uh, yeah, I got sad all over again. Um, it, it's funny. That I hurts. thought like, you know what? Fourth time around should be okay. I think I could watch it again and not be disappointed. <laughs> And uh, and then I and then I just found myself critiquing the whole time again, and I was like, ugh. <sighs> and so I just I was ready to be hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then my hot is, dude, have you guys watched Superman and Lois from the CW? No, I've heard, heard things, good things. Oh my gosh, it is. Guy. That's the thing is, it is not a CW. Like it is a CW property, but it is not filmed like it. It is. It yeah. is. It's more like an HBO show, an HBO Max oh. show. It the oh, cinematography. Right. Yeah, the cinematography is oh. great. The acting's great. The story is fresh. It's not like the Superman that you normally would see, and the love story is really great between Lois, uh, Lois and Clark, and. Man, I can't say enough good things about it. Y'all need to watch it. Y'all just need to watch oh, it. Can it's I, really good. Can I get a a uh, Infinity Stone ranking on that? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a five and a half. Oh boy! All right. Yeah, I'm sold. I, right now that you say that, like I feel like because of the fact it was on CW, like it just has that. Oh, it's a CW show. It has that stink. But, yeah. Right. But hearing you say that, like that kind of gives me okay, maybe there's more here. You know. Well, well, let me give you guys. This is the reason why is because instead of trying to bust out a twenty a twenty four sh- uh twenty four episode like ser- like uh season, they were like, let's go with twelve, and then let's let's crunch up the budget, and it shows. <laughs> like nice. it shows that they're like, oh, okay, good. Like okay. it actually looks in it. like it's a- not a teeny bopper. Like everybody's overly <laughs> dramatic and right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Nice. So yeah. Really proud of list. All right, Zane, what is your hot and snot for this week? All right. I actually prepared for this one. Uh, (laughs) I did way too much, though. But okay, so I'm going to run through this quick. Uh, This is a dual hot and snot. So the part that's on the snot is that we found out that Halo Infinite won't have dual wielding. Mm -hmm. But but the hot part is, is that you can throw things off the Halo. That's so good. Whoa. So, so I was like, okay, I, there's you know a silver lining there. Um, then I just I'll just burn through these quick. Uh, another hot for me is that it's rumored that Titanfall three is in development. I know uh, we were talking about that a bit today. I was a huge Titanfall fan when that came out. 
Um, so I'm excited to, if we can get a third one, um, really yeah, like take that Joey, really like what respawns doing. Um, we found out this week that the PS five is the fastest selling console in us history, which what? seems I, right. It seems it, really wild considering we can't get them on the really shelves. Really wild considering no one can get it, but yeah, right? yeah, it's the fastest selling console in us history. Um, and just last tidbit on hot is last year for 2020 Chromebooks outsold MacBooks. MacBook mm-hmm. is number three now. And just knowing me, I just had to take a shot at Apple just to uh, get Max's go. Get <laughs> where it hurts. Get so, him where it hurts. Um, and then uh, just a real quick um, snot here. Um, Netflix is cracking down on password sharing on accounts. I think it's just like, like who, who cares? You're getting your money. You're like, getting so much money. You're right. Like, is it really that big of a deal? Yeah. Um, another snot is EA gate. Um, have you guys seen anything about what's going around with this EA gate? I've not. Um, so I don't know, Al, if you, do you play much for video games or sports games or anything? Uh, no, not, not much at all. No. Okay. So I'll just keep this brief. So basically what's going on with EA Gate is obviously uh, FIFA, the soccer okay. game, super yeah. popular. Well, in sports games for EA, they have like the ultimate team where you can mm. get, you know, different cards to build your own team. And you can get like different grades of like better cards for better players nice. and to build like your ultimate team. Uh, this EA Gate stuff broke because I, just sometime in the past week, it basically stuff was starting to leak out that EA employees were basically like on the black market, quote unquote, selling really, really good cards to people that would just pay the money instead of putting it in boxes like it's supposed to. It's supposed to be like randomly drawn. They were purposely sending people codes that you could just buy that character specifically. And they were getting money under the table for it. So that's that's kind of exactly. Um so that's kind of an ongoing thing. I don't know what's going to become of that. but And then um, I'll just finish that one more snot. Um, there's a new movie they just added on Netflix called I Care A Lot. And I just had to put that on my snot. Like the premise seemed so good. It had such the good tellings of a story. And then the back half of the movie, just it just went downhill. And I was just like, this could have been so much better. It, and I was just like, no, like what? Why, why did you make the decisions you made? So can, I, we I, get a, can we get a numbers crunch on that one? What is the what is the Infinity Stone ranking? I, I'd like I like the premise. I'm gonna give it a two out of six. Okay. I like the premise. I like how it started going, but then they were just like, nah, we're not gonna do what's cool and what should oh, happen. Oh, you thought this was good? No, yeah, no, no, no. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, no, no, no. So awesome. Yeah. Well, my. My snot is actually uh, kind of pigging, but piggybacking off of uh, something Zane brought up. So my snot this week is Netflix um, for the sole reason they are making a documentary on Blockbuster, which is wild because they killed Blockbuster. Yes, they did. Uh, so unless this is some sort of like murder mystery where at the end it's like, oh, yeah, we're the ones who killed Blockbuster. Oh, my God. I don't know how that's going to go down because that seems really like kind of a jerk move to pull yeah. off uh, my hots for this week and i stumbled by this game on this game completely by accident alan are you a board game fan i am a board game fan okay so there was a board game that i found on tabletop simulator buried under like the seventh or twelfth page uh of a forum i was reading and it's called 
don't let it die. And and what sold me right away is it's this sort of like pixel arty, 8-bit looking thing. It looks like mm. an old Pokemon game. Uh, and the premise is really cool. You're these cavemen uh, trying to keep this fire alive because this tree was struck by lightning. And you have to work together to discover the secret to whatever this is that's burning this tree. Um, I fell in love with the art style, but what really hooked me was the gameplay. This game rocks. Um, I will be doing a review hopefully in the next few weeks here on it uh, for our blog, The Daily Snap. But guys, check this game out. It is yeah. absolutely fantastic. I used to play it on stream last Monday. Um, fantastic game. I cannot recommend it enough. Cool. My second hot is the opening of Nintendo World. Uh, I have two boys, oh, yeah. and they are diehard Mario fanatics. Like, yes. <laughs> this, is a, this is a little thing that my son told me the other day, Alan. You might get a kick out of this. Uh-huh. So he said, you know, Mario and Luigi are brothers, right, Dad? I said, absolutely, buddy. He said, okay, well, my last name is Curtis and brother's last name is Curtis. But how come Mario's last name is 64 and Luigi's last name is Mansion? <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a handful. amazing. He's funny. I love that. Uh, but no, Nintendo World looks great. Uh, my wife and I have been meaning to plan a trip over to Southeast Asia for a while. And so if we could go check out uh, Nintendo World in the same trip, that would be fantastic. It looks That's awesome. awesome. That's so sweet. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Alan, yeah. thank you so much for being here. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, on TikTok, uh, TikTok, uh, I guess you would have to just like search it, but it's Alan Cruz, A-L-L-E-N-C-R-U-Z-087. Uh, and then um, on YouTube, it's just Alan J. Cruz. So just put a J in between those two names. And then uh, on Facebook, um, check out facebook.com slash nerdychristian. I've spelled exactly how it is. Uh, just trying to get a group of nerdy Christians together. Um, I kind of want to. I kind of want to start a little, uh, you know, little worship service uh, of just like okay. nerdy preaching and and nerdy worship stuff. And uh, so I'd love to. I'd love to do that with a bunch of all the nerdy Christians out there in the world. So uh, so that's where you can find me. Awesome. And you can find us at theinfinitybros.com. Uh, search Infinity Bros wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on our Twitter, our Facebook, our Discord, our Twitch channel. You know where to find us if you're listening. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you 3000. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.